0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Bantam Roundtable Podcast. This is your host Ben Cohen. And I'm
1: Bob Seska. And I'm Justin Rosario.
0: The Bantam Roundtable Podcast is brought to you by the Bantam Newsletter. We rely on our generous subscribers to keep going, so please support us by signing up for a Bantam membership today. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 52 of the Banter Roundtable podcast. Uh, I'm here with Bob and Justin. Uh, Hello. Morning, Hello. Recording on uh, Friday the 2nd of December. So uh, we were not here last week, um, th- Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I didn't. I was sick. I was... Uh, <laughs> I you and
2: millions of other people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
0: was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was very, very, very sick. Um, I don't actually remember much of what happened uh so and it, but anyway justin justin was messaging me telling me what a fantastic thanksgiving he had um which i wasn't upset about at all uh I like to
1: rub it and i'm just mean that way
0: yeah yeah but um anyway bob you had a good thanksgiving too right
2: i did it was relatively normal i was kind of amazed i didn't have to sit in traffic uh, there was no major crisis other than you know my brother has covid and my sister-in-law has some sort of mystery illness that's not covid but Other than that, it was uh, relatively normal.
0: Okay. Uh, Justin, and you're, you know, do you want to quickly recount how fantastic your Thanksgiving was and how not sick you all were?
1: (laughs) I had family come up from North Carolina. Um, Claudia and Lila, their family got COVID, so they couldn't go spend it with them. So they got to spend it with us, which, you know, wasn't great for them but we all got to spend it together as a family, which we never really get to do as Thanksgiving. So I was like super excited about that. It was like a big thing for us that we were all together for Thanksgiving. So I was super happy about that.
0: That's great. Awesome. That's great. And no, honestly, honestly, Seriously, I'm not a hater. I I uh, <laughs> I am happy that other people <laughs> had good Thanksgivings, even though I was absolutely miserable and borderline hallucinating. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, yeah, it was it was that bad. But uh, yeah. anyhow, I'm alive. We're here. Um, so the show today, we have um, uh, yes, we should call, could, should we call this the Nazi episode? Uh, yes, we we're yeah, we're going to be talking about Trump dining with Nazis. An actual Nazi in Kanye West. We've got also um, uh, Trump's very very bad week in court. We're going to be talking about that this week. Things are not looking good uh, again. Um, Also, uh, uh, what the hell is Elon Musk doing? uh, Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Bob wrote a a fantastic piece this week on on uh, Elon Musk's new Twitter. We're going to be talking about that. This is getting it's like the Wild West out there. Uh, I don't like the look of it at all we'll get into that a bit more we have our both sides segment we've got some real peaches this week and then in our members only podcast for our glorious banter members uh we are going to be showing off about the celebrities we know and uh bob and i are going to have uh we're going to be having words um so stay <laughs> st- stay tuned for that stay tuned for that um so Let's uh, get to the first order of business: uh, Trump, Mar-a-Lago, tobacco. This was, this was, this is about as bad. I wrote about it this week, right? I wrote about Trump dining with the uh, with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes, right? So we um, we've talked about Nick Fuentes on the podcast before uh, and um, repeatedly, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out this guy, yes, he is now becoming um, a sort of. Uh, pff- uh, a mainstay in Republican kind of uh, circles, right? This, this guy, like an actual Nazi, an actual Holocaust-denying right-wing white super, white supremacist uh, has now gone to Mar-a-Lago uh, with, with Kanye to have dinner with Trump. I mean, it, 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 the optics of this could not have been worse, right? Like, I don't, I can't recall anything this, but we're so desensitized to how bad this stuff is that this wasn't really shocking, right? I wasn't really shocked by by this. Um, I don't know how did you guys feel about it when it happened.
1: I don't know. I was pretty fucking shocked. You uh, were well, shocked. I was, <laughs> I, I was. I was pretty fucking shocked that. Well, I was shocked by that and the fact that there wasn't more of the press going. What the fuck? A lot of them yeah. was just kind of like, well, you know, it's Trump being Trump. It's starting to get a little bit worse now. It's been. Over a week and a half now, and the press is just now starting to be like, well, maybe (laughs) he shouldn't have done that. But that's only because there's a bunch of Republicans starting to say he shouldn't have done that. And now the press is taking their cues from Republicans, which is fucking nauseating because that's not how it's supposed to work.
2: Yeah, I mean I think the one of the shocking things was about this beyond the the hate itself, beyond the awfulness itself is the fact that there's no longer any excuse that oh, well you're misinterpreting what they're saying. They're just really into small government and low taxes. No, no, no. Oh. This yeah. is oh, full-on no. n-word blurting, f-word I mean not the not fuck, but the other f-word blurting. Uh, all the rest of it—just it, rank anti-Semitism. Hitler was right. Oh God, that women should women. <laughs> this is something Nick Fuentes has actually said that it should be legal for men to be able to kill women. I mean, these are actual things,
0: and Reliefful.
2: Yeah, and so now that that has kind of the the thing with Nick Fuentes is he has exposed what i think a lot of republican voters actually believe and he's saying it out loud with that giant shit-eating grin on his face and so no longer can we hear this excuse that oh yeah well you're just you're just exaggerating they're not real fascists i mean why would you use such extreme language like fascism to describe this move? Why would you use a word like anti-Semitism to describe these people, or racism, or misogyny, or whatever? I mean, Nick Fuentes believes that women should not be allowed to vote. I mean, these are all real things Mm. that now are being pumped into the bloodstream of the Republican Party, and in the most vocal way possible. Like, no uh, veiled language anymore. This is just... We're saying it, and we're... We're just embracing it. That's what's amazing.
1: And the thing that makes it so dangerous, because what we've learned from Trump, at the very least, is that when the base hears someone tell them the things they want to hear and say, they embrace that very, very strongly and very, very tightly. And Nick Fuentes is saying out loud the things they really, really want to say and hear. Mm-hmm. And he's saying the most extreme versions of what they want to say in here. And, hear. and mm. that makes him very, very dangerous. Someone was telling me today, it's like, oh, we should just ignore him. And I was like, no, he's going to be if he if he, he was he's young, right? He's like 24 years old. If he doesn't self-destruct, because let's be honest, young people are stupid. If he doesn't self-destruct, if he can control himself and not fly off the handle, he will be the next Tucker Carlson or Alex Jones.
2: Yeah. And well, remember, took, remember what damage Janu- they're doing. Yeah. I remember what January 6th taught us. Initially, Republican leadership was condemning the insurrectionists. Mm. Uh, Mitch McConnell condemned Donald Trump from the floor of the United States Senate. But after time wore on. Suddenly now the Republican Party is embracing the insurrectionists. They want to investigate the DOJ for the treatment of the insurrectionists. There are they're beginning to turn those people from actually Babbitt on down into heroes on the Republican mm. side, just like they did with that. Uh, uh, Kyle, the last name escapes me because I try not to think about him too much. Yeah. Uh, Rittenhouse. Yes, thank you. And so. This is going to be the pattern, I believe, with Nick Fuentes. I think they're going to see the kind of audience that he commands, the fact that he is now becoming this celebrity in the Red Hat Entertainment Complex. And I think by the time we get to Republican Convention 2024, it's very likely that he will be speaking at the Republican Convention in 2024. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope I'm terribly wrong. I hope the Republicans pull up and see the ridiculousness and awfulness of their ways and decide maybe it's time to pull back from this uh, fringe that we've needed to embrace in order to win elections and make the right choice here. But the past history has proven that they will do the exact opposite of that. Given the very fact that they're embracing these people, that they're embracing, that they, to an extent, uh, embrace the protesters from day one because of Donald Trump, the protesters in uh, Charlottesville and so on. So yeah. get ready.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I I agree with that Bob it completely I mean I my piece this week was uh sadly I I felt incredibly cynical about the whole thing Mm -hmm. um I I wasn't really that actually that surprised um I and I think it was a good thing that that uh, Trump did that so everybody now knows like where he stands on this um you know what the fuck was he doing inviting Kanye West to Mar-a-Lago this is a guy who has been booted off you know instagram facebook uh he's now got himself kicked off of twitter today for um posting a, a swastika inside the star of david um talking about going defcon 3 on jews um about jews control the media jews control the the music industry blah 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 blah, blah. um so but my look here, this is my theory and my theory is that trump um uh, this was deliberate. Like they're saying, "Oh, you know, he didn't know that Nick Francis was going to be there." I'm calling bullshit. Yes, I don't. I, I think he knew exactly what was going on. Of course my, he did. Yeah. So my theory, my theory is that what he's doing is he is pissing on the Republican Party, and he's saying, "Listen, I'm going to do the most vile things you can imagine, and you're all going to have to get in line afterwards." You're all, I'm going to do this stuff. And I'm gonna the anti semit, you know. I'm gonna invite Kanye. I'm gonna invite a Holocaust denier, um, and you're all gonna hate it. And then when we get go through the primaries, and I and I, uh, you know, get rid of who whoever your new um, superstar is, Ron DeSantis, whoever they tried to put up to to beat him. My my theory is that they'll probably fail, um, and Trump will be the only person standing, and they are all going to have to kneel before him they're going to have to kneel before zod that's my theory and he wants to make this as degrading and humiliating as possible so he's going to set well, that's that I think is, is this is part of a strategy where he's going it's going to get a lot worse he's going to do a lot crazier stuff um and the republicans are going to have to condemn him and then they're going to have to um forget that they condemned him and they're going to have to get behind him and i think the more Degrading this is for them. The more Trump gets off on it, and the more control, because yeah. the more control he has over them later on, you know, once the once they've all once they've all got behind him, right? They can't say anything to him. It's like, hey, you guys are okay with everything I did, so you could, there's nothing mm-hmm. you can say to me now. That's my, that's my theory. That's yeah. that's what I think Trump is doing.
2: i was just noticing that yesterday. Uh, just going back to what I was saying about the insurrectionists, Donald Trump issued one of his stupid videos where he's doing the invisible accordion and. Uh, he's, he said about the insurrectionists He said, our country is going communist People are imprisoned right now People are being tormented Can't let it happen We're going to stop it and we're going to win So it sounds like what he intends to do Is to pardon the January 6th insurrectionists mm. That's where he's headed And so this is, <laughs> this is, again, a great example As to how, well, first we condemn And then we, we kind of embrace We kind of boil a frog that way and so get mm-hmm. ready because Nick Fuentes is not his history with the Republican party
0: is not over.
1: Oh, good Lord. No.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. I mean, it he's really He's having
1: isn't. a spat right now with uh, Marjorie Taylor green. They're, they're having a spat right now, even though she showed up at his uh, America first political, whatever. Action, he, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He, she showed up at his little, you know, Nazi rally, but now they're having a spat with each other because she's trying to, you know, move up in the Republican Party, and he's a bit of a problem right now, but it won't make a difference because he's just going to keep making a name for himself and he's just going to keep growing his audience because he's saying the most horrible things, and that's what they are attracted to. Whoever yeah. Whoever says the most horrible things, that's who they support.
0: Yeah. 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 It, it's, I don't like the way this is going. I think the, you know, the anti Semitism thing is, is, uh, uh, you know, getting worse and worse and worse right now. And, um, you know, Trump is getting like, I think he senses that this is like, you know, this is the latest thing to get, get involved in. Um, you know, he wants a piece of the action, uh, because it's, it's escalating so dramatically. Um, and you know, look, I didn't want to make the, I don't want to make the podcast about this. Uh, we'll we'll do another podcast on this at, at, at some point, but, um, I gotta say, like it's it's getting kind of frightening out there. Mm. Uh, uh, as 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 someone of uh, Jewish origin, um, <laughs> I'm starting to uh, starting to freak out a little bit. Um, you know, g- given how mainstream this has become, like given how you know basically normalized this is, uh, and the, yeah, the Republican Party have sort of condemned Trump, but not not really. Um, no one's really like, you know, no one's going to do anything, you know, no one's really going to do anything about it. Uh, Some have been a little
1: more vocal than others, but for the most part, they've been kind of like, well, you know, Yeah, blah, we blah, d- blah.
0: we don't like it. And you know what I mean? Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Uh, and you know, the whole Kanye West thing, I got, I don't know why I, I really don't want to have to be talking about Kanye West anymore. Um, yeah. but, but he like, did. you know, this is, uh, yeah, he's. And it's okay to hate Jews now. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Well, at least he's off Twitter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he just got kicked (laughs) off Twitter again. For now.
1: Honestly, I don't think it was because of the the swastika. I think it's because he posted that picture of um, Elon Musk getting hosed down and looking like a beached whale. It was because he went
2: on the Alex Jones show. And Elon Musk is drawing the line at Alex Jones. So, thank God for small favors. Because it was the whole thing with the Sandy Hook children. And Elon Musk's child, I think, died of SIDS. And so he's got a soft spot. Elon Musk, you know, draws the line at abusive children. And so that's why uh, Alex Jones is forbidden from being on Twitter still. And I think by extension, Elon or uh, uh, Kanye West, which, by the way, I had hoped to get through my entire career as a political commentator and having never typed the name Kanye West or said the name Kanye West. That's all ruined now. So fuck you, <laughs> Kanye West. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's why, I think that's why um, Kanye West was banned.
1: So well, at least Elon to do it Musk has Alex a red know. line somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had, right. There are no, and, and I think that, that, that Musk did ban him because of the, not the, um, the swastika thing. I mean, um, Kanye was retweeted what he did. The, the, the photo he, po- he posted of Elon Musk was in response to Musk kicking him off Twitter. Um, as i understand it mm-hmm. so you know i'm glad i'm glad there is a line somewhere um but uh yeah wow <laughs> yeah i mean Jesus. it's not much right it's not much this is uh we'll, we'll talk about more about twitter um shortly but um uh, let's anyway um trump and his uh legal week from hell this is, this is bad, right? This is really, really bad. I'm going to read an excerpt from... Ooh, yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> yeah, this is a, <clears throat> an excerpt from Jennifer Rubin in the Washington Post this week. Um, she writes, Donald Trump just had a very bad week. Five members of the Oath Keepers were convicted for serious felonies relating to the January 6, 2021 insurrection that the former president instigated. The South Carolina Supreme Court ruled that his former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows must testify in Georgia's criminal investigation into his attempt to overturn the state's results. And a federal judge denied Trump's claim that he has absolute immunity from civil suits. And that's just the court-related developments. More Republicans have turned on him for dining with the Holocaust denier. Congress has also made progress to fund the government, including the Justice Department, through September, potentially taking away a tool that Republicans could have used to blunt Trump's legal woes. Um... The convictions against the Oathkeeper members should be particularly troubling for Trump. Two members, Oathkeepers founder Stuart Rhodes and Florida Oathkeeper Kelly Meggs, were found guilty of seditious conspiracy. The other three were found not guilty of seditious conspiracy, but all five were found guilty of obstructing a congressional proceeding and aiding and abetting. Rhodes faces up to 60 years in prison unless he cuts a deal with prosecutors. And each of those charges, Rubin goes on, could be applied to Trump should he be indicted for his role in triggering the violence on January 6th. Although the facts would differ from seditious conspiracy case against him, um, hmm. yeah, not good, right? No, nope. no, really, really not good. Uh, I, I, I do get a bit sick of saying, you know, things are looking bad for Trump this week. This is like, <laughs> <the other laughs> I've been saying this for five flipping years now. no oh, yeah, um, too. <clears throat> More than that, now six years, right? Is it six yeah. years? Almost seven years of uh, saying, you know, this is the end for Trump. Um, but, uh, you know, I, th- I think this is sort of cracked open th- there's now a real possibility. It seems to me that, that th- this is sort of groundwork, right? This is laying the groundwork for, um, a, you know, um, holding Trump accountable for this in a, yeah. in a real way. The fact that there are actual genuine now real victories in court real legal victories in court against these um conspirators right Mm -hmm. against these um traitors uh and
1: and that sets a precedent for other
0: cases right that exactly exactly and that's what you want you want a precedent right so that it's not like oh look how unfairly they're treating trump and this is you know this has never been done before it's like no 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 this is this is you know yeah uh, yeah fairly standard legal case and uh, there's a precedent because these people have been found guilty of it so therefore if they're found guilty then there's no reason trump can't be found guilty of it too mm. um so i don't know how that factors into his i mean i th- this is probably again why he's you know he's running uh because he may. This may be part of his calculation, right? That if this happens, if I'm if I become president, then they can't get me. Um, yeah, it's
2: that and it's the cynical cash grab,
0: yeah, because
2: he well, knows that by running for president, he can increase the amount of money that his super PACs, (plural) raises, and so that in that regard, you know, he may just be juicing this for a little bit more, just getting the last blood out of the stone before he finally bails out. Uh, Who knows? I mean, who knows what his full motivation is, but we can certainly speculate. And here's the thing about Donald Trump and the Department of Justice and how uh, the judicial system in this country treats uh, politics, how it has a certain deference for politics. I think that if uh, I think of that, if Donald Trump left office on January 20th, 2021, and just like did what he said he would do, which is to vanish and we would never see him again. If he had done that, none of these uh, legal issues would be a thing.
1: Probably There probably not. wouldn't
2: be two grand juries investigating him in Washington, D.C. There probably wouldn't be as many lawsuits against him, maybe not the Fonnie Willis thing in Georgia or the Letitia James thing in New York. Uh, these things might have gone away because I think that there's... There's a there's an ongoing threat issue with Donald Trump that I think uh, whether it's a state AG's office or a county AG's office or the Department of Justice, I think they see that as, okay. well, this guy is tripling down on this. So we have to we have no choice. He won't go away on his own. So we have no choice but to prosecute him. So this is yet another example of Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Where, again, if he had disappeared, he wouldn't have to worry about any of this crap, but he's not wired that way. He always is driven by making himself look, as he always says, making himself look strong and making his opponents look weak. In fact, he was going after Jack Smith, a guy whose name is Jack fucking Smith. He was like, oh, what a soft name that is. It's so soft. That's yeah. a soft
1: name. Jesus. soft
2: name. You say Jack Smith is a soft <laughs> yeah. name. By the way, the the first name Jack is often a uh, nickname for people named John, uh, which is Donald Trump's middle name. And and by the way, Donald Trump's first name is Donald. I <laughs> Can't think of a softer name. That's why he doesn't like to be called Donald.
1: It's because his name yeah. is soft.
2: Yeah, make,
1: make you think of Donald Duck. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> but again, this is just. This is not uh, necessarily uh, in. Uh, an unmotivated witch hunt. Donald mm. Trump continuing to be on the scene is what is driving these investigations. So yes. if you want to blame anyone. If you're a it's Republican like a, it's like and a you're
1: cancer, that wouldn't go into remission. If it goes into remission, yeah. your body stops fighting it because it's not doing anything. Right. So once it's active, your body starts fighting it again. And he just wouldn't stop.
2: Plus the, so- the plus the judicial system looks upon certain things said by, Uh, presidents or said by sitting politicians as just being a matter of politics. Oh, well, they're just saying that to persuade people. They don't really mean it or. But with Donald Trump, he's just completely blasted right through that. that's what's so important. If you're going to run at the presidential level, if you're going to make yourself a name at that level, you got to watch your ass because there are so many things that you could just stumble into that could have easily been avoided. And uh, but Donald Trump doesn't know anything about that.
1: Well, so, hilariously, good. one of his um, when he was in office. Right. He managed to get the, the lawsuit by um, uh, what's her name? Uh, carol in, up in New York. Uh, what's her name? e e e g carol Carroll. Yeah. E.G. Carroll. She got shot down because he was president. Right. He could say things as president. And then he was out of office and he fucking said it again. And now she gets to sue him again. Right. He was like, oh, my God, you're not president anymore. You don't have that protection, you moron. And he went yeah. and so called her a liar again. She's so like, well, you're not president. Now I can sue you for slander because you're not president now. Ha-ha. There, there's he- that
2: metaphor from The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob keeps stepping on the rakes. Uh, oh, like there's a whole Jesus, yes. like, yard full of rakes, and he just keeps stumbling onto them. But with Donald Trump, he's intentional. He's like seeking, oh, is that a rake over there? I'm going to go step on that goddamn rake. Instead of accidentally doing it, which is what the which is what the bit is with Sideshow Bob and that in that gif that goes around uh, instead, Donald Trump is doing it deliberately (laughs) uh, in that regard. It's like I'm constantly vacillating between the threat, the existential threat of Donald Trump and just the clown show that is Donald Trump. It's just it's a weird contradiction, but it's there
1: now. Wait, hold on. Before we do anything else, I have to add to Trump's legal woes. Um, It wasn't in um, Jennifer Rubin's article because I don't think it had come down yet. Um, The 11th Circuit uh, threw out the Judge Cannon. And I've written about Judge Cannon a couple of times. She's the Trump judge who made the ridiculous special master ruling that pretty much every legal scholar except for Jonathan Turley Mm -hmm. said was absolute garbage. And she kept with it. And the 11th Circuit – which it was three judges and two of them were Trump judges said they didn't just shut it down. They dropped the tactical nuke on it. It was so bad. They yeah. were just like, this is pure trash. They didn't even like, they weren't even slightly nice about it. They, they pretty much just set it on fire and then they pissed on it. That's how yeah. bad it was. <laughs> it's like, it's a bad ruling. You shouldn't have made it. You had no standing to make it. It was really brutal. And that's <laughs> it. It's done. It's like, And it's so, it's so done, it's very unlikely the Supreme Court is going to take a look at it and say, well, let's revisit this. There's a really good chance they're just going to like, yeah, no, we're not touching that shit. And that means the Department of Justice gets to move completely forward with the um, stolen documents down at Mar-a-Lago, which means Trump is again in a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I hope, obviously, this does finally mean that the guy is going to get his comeuppance, that someone is going to hold him accountable. Uh, like I said, I'm sick and tired of saying it and then nothing happening. But um, it does seem that things are shifting, you know, like things are shifting out of his favor quite dramatically. Uh, and I, you know, I don't didn't think I'd ever see this day Right, you always, you know, think the worst. I, I always assume the worst when it comes to Trump. That, that you know, the DOJ is going to fold, or you know, they're not really going to prosecute them, or you know, what I mean, like he's going to figure out a way to stall or, or, um, you know, wrangle his way out of whatever yeah. legal trouble he's in. But this time is <clears throat> is a bit different, mm-hmm. and I do think, you know, now this, the, the, um. There was a there was a line in Rubin's piece where she said it also she said it also effectively confirms that the violent assault on the capital to stop the transfer of power meets the definition of sedition, and that seeking to disrupt the electoral voting counting amounts to obstruction of an official proceeding. Um, so that that uh, she wrote that about the verdict, uh, this this week. So and I think that that's true. That it's, it's important and it's the precedent and it's the uh, it's implanting the seed in jurors minds that this is you can you know we can do this right this is yeah um, you know what I mean like right this is a real thing this is a real thing and it and it needs to happen so anyhow uh good that's it that's a very good development um moving on it's quick we're going to be discussing uh, Bob your piece this week on 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 Twitter right uh, yeah. your piece this week on Twitter was uh, Elon Musk wants you to leave Twitter um which I thought was great because Twitter has descended into a, an absolute shit show it really is um and you but you basically said I'm going to read uh I want to read something you said this week you said um this week Elon Musk decided to reinstate all of the accounts that were suspended under the Jack Dorsey regime it happened the same way he chose to reinstate Donald Trump A shoddy, unscientific, bot-infested Twitter poll which indicates to me that he'd always planned to do it and just needed a way to make it seem as though, quote, the people decided. (laughs) That's 3.1 million votes in his sham poll, and I'd wager 3 million of those weren't people. Musk has two possible motives for pulling the trigger on this amnesty nonsense. First, he desperately wants to increase the number of active users on the platform. He figures the more users there are, the more he can charge advertisers, revenue he desperately needs. And what's the best way to do that quickly? Release all the inmates back from Blackgate Prison, like Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. We give it back to you, the people. Gotham is yours. None shall fears, Do as you please. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Second and most importantly, Musk wants to drive away all normals, right? So this is the the sort of crux of your piece, right? The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You you're, you think that Musk wants to get rid of all the nor- basically people like us, right? Yeah. We're the, we're the normies, uh, <clears throat> you know. So, but what? W- so what's his? What do you think his game is here? Right.
2: It's sort of like, you know what it is? It's um, it's like a controlled burn. It's a way to uh, build a larger audience by calling the audience that he doesn't want. It's like what you do in the forestry service where you burn all the underbrush so that the trees can have a better chance at flourishing. You know what I mean? So in this regard, he's deliberately scaring away all of the judgy hall monitors, as he called them. And he actually tweeted that he said, go, leave, please leave. If you're a judgy hall monitor here, which he's really, he's talking about the news media and he's talking about liberals in that context. Mm. And so if you're one of those judgy hall monitors, please go to another platform. We don't want you here. And then when you combine that and this overall vibe of, uh, you know what, we're going to reinstate all these people, these awful, awful people, And uh, drive away, scare away liberals, which is actually happening. You combine that with the fact that you see it in the numbers themselves, how uh, uh, Democratic lawmakers have lost hundreds of thousands of followers each, while Republican lawmakers have gained hundreds of thousands of followers each. Nothing
0: suspicious there.
2: Yeah. Plus, because of his amnesty thing for people like Donald Trump and all these people who are previously suspended under the Dorsey regime, uh, that is gaming the algorithm to give more attention to Republicans. Mm. And so there's a, you can see it happening. And, And certainly this is not the end of this process. This is just the beginning of this process of replacing, of getting rid of anyone who's going to interfere in that more bro libertarian slash red hat kind of messaging that the, that Twitter is going to become. And just in time for the 2024 presidential election, Donald Trump announces his campaign and right around in that same period of time, this whole process starts with getting rid of, you know, scaring away liberals from Twitter. And so you have the world's most powerful bathroom wall. That's what Twitter is. Mm. It's the, it's the most powerful bathroom wall in the history of human civilization. It's where the first draft of history is written. It's where politicians get their message out. It's how uh, the actual messengers uh, build an audience and so on. And uh, and now Elon Musk is trying to co-opt all of that for a very specific audience, at least when it comes to political Twitter. I don't know if the... I don't know if any of this actually resonates with music Twitter or pop culture Twitter or anything like that. I don't know if those aspects of Twitter are being affected by any of this. But looking at this from what's really important in terms of the future of democracy, this is exactly what Elon Musk is up to. Get rid of the liberals and make fertile ground for these bro libertarians who are unfairly banned in violation of their free speech rights. So that's uh that's essentially the gist. So get ready.
0: Yay. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's noticeably a worse place to be. Um your, yeah. your contention is that we shouldn't we sh we should stick around.
1: Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's important to also plant your flag, reserve your name and so on at these other startup platforms. And I've done that, I think we've all done that to an extent. But stick around on Twitter, don't cancel your account yet. Because I think that's exactly what Elon Musk wants you to do. That's certainly Mm. what the Republicans want to do. They want Mm. this platform for themselves without any interference.
0: And they love, love, love Elon Musk. They really do. Like, it's (laughs) pretty sad. It's kind of sad to watch kind of grown adults Mm -hmm. slobbering all over, you know, their billionaire um, sugar daddy, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. one of the things that I've actually
2: <clears throat> noticed along those lines is that now uh, Elon Musk's tweets and the tweets of people who I would never follow in a million years are suddenly showing up in my t- in my uh, news on Twitter yeah. and my timeline. Mm. And uh, I, I just went ahead and muted Elon Musk. But I, I saw tweets from musk show up in my timeline anyway i saw tweets from oh my god kevin sorbo talk about another person who i have just no interest whatsoever of even talking about or thinking about right. suddenly showing up in my timeline i would never in a million years follow kevin sorbo nor would i give a shit what kevin sorbo has to say about uh, anything because he's irrelevant yes. But at the same time, why is he suddenly showing up in my timeline? It's not as if my one of my followers retweeted him or something like that. It's now showing up as if I follow him. So there's something about that. There's something about, okay. well, we're not only going to scare off Democrats this way. We're also going to feed them uh, tweets by Republicans and scare them off that way, too. Oh, fuck Twitter. I can't believe I'm getting sent Kevin Sorbo's tweets now. I'm going, I'm leaving Twitter. Goodbye. Goodbye, cruel world. I'm gone. And I think that's the, uh, I think that's the goal to get us all to, uh, to run off.
1: Yeah. When Trump got reinstated, he popped back up on, I was that I was following him. It was like, absolutely not. One, I had him blocked. And two, I definitely wasn't following him. Mm -hmm. So it was like, when I checked, I was like, how am I even following him if I had him blocked in the first place? But there it was. So it was like, okay, yep. they're manipulating it. So it's it's a deliberate manipulation, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I sadly I agree. I <clears throat> I don't like where this is going. I don't know how this is going to to end either. I mean, I'm amazed that Twitter was still a platform. Uh, I mean, look, you know, for people listening, like, I, you know, maybe you don't use Twitter. Uh, and probably you're maybe a little perplexed as to why we continue talking about it but bob as you as you say you know this is <clears throat> an important it's the, you know it is the sort of global town square right and it yeah. is where people the first draft of his- history is written it's where you know politicians get to speak to their you know get to speak to the world um mm-hmm. And it is important and you, you do get this sort of I don't know, I've had this impending sense that of it being overrun now by idiots, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, beca- and 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 it's not, not a not a good place to be. Uh and obviously the Twitter censorship I think, you know, you social media platforms, um a lot of the censorship stuff is is silly, you know. The the Facebook uh, the way that facebook does it i keep getting kicked off of instagram for example for absolutely no reason <laughs> which is
2: insane I've,
0: yeah i mean i've pro i've pro, i've spent a lot of my time trying to combat disinformation but you know um you know, on vaccines on whatever it is right yeah um but you get penalized for calling out conspiracy theories as well now mm-hmm. so it, clearly they, they, they're trying to solve a lot of this with with using algorithms which is not great but i get what i get it right at least the former iteration of twitter the former management at least they were trying to do something right yeah i, I take that over nothing i take stupid censorship i take very dumb censorship over the free-for-all that's happening right now because that's what's that's what you know that's where we're heading a free-for-all mm-hmm. And 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 obviously neither is a good is is a great solution, but but um, one is much worse. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and if Elon Musk is now the arbiter of who gets to state, you know, he's kicked Kanye off, but like, okay, it's not like he's the only person spreading anti-Semitic hate on Twitter. Um, and he's given he's fired most of the staff. Like, who's left to, you know, who's left to to get rid of the rest of the you know the the other oh, yeah. million anti-Semites? Um, yeah. Sprinting mm-hmm. racist garbage.
1: Well, they're going to run into a problem in the very near future with the European Union because they mm-hmm. don't tolerate that shit. And they've already been sending uh, Musk some warnings like, you have to rein that crap in. That and the, the impending wave of child pornography because mm. they wiped out that group too that was dealing with that. And they don't have an algorithm that can handle that well. So, you know, the European Union's going to yank Twitter and say you can't have that here anymore. Yeah, and that's like that, thats a much larger base of users in the United States. And what's he going to do? Threaten the European Union? Right. I mean, I'm sure he will, but that's yeah. not really going to do. That's not really going to go very far.
2: And thank God for the EU, uh, the and the European Commission, because they seem to have a memory that extends longer than six minutes. They remember. <laughs> They remember 2016. The hmm, European Union yep. remembers our election of 2016 than and how do. social media fucked the world. I mean, fucked the world with all the dicks. Yes. That's, how, that's what happened in 2016. Gave us Donald Trump, helped Vladimir Putin, and then we saw, by extension, many other examples of that, from Brexit on down, the support for people like Marine Le Pen and uh, Viktor Orban and so on. This is all stirred up on social media because social media fucked up because Mark Zuckerberg took rubles, for God's sake, to spread Russian disinformation. And the same thing happened on Twitter. And now Elon Musk is reopening that Pandora's box, making Twitter a fertile ground for disinformation. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So Mm. what happened in 2016, at least to the extent that Twitter is going back to that ridiculousness, that's, that's bad news, I think, for democracy. And so the quicker that the EU and maybe even the Department of Justice snaps back on what Elon Musk is doing with his like zero content moderation and so on, um, which I have, by the way, I haven't seen. Well, you know what? I take that back. The fact that Elon, that fact that Kanye West was banned doesn't indicate that there's like a widespread embrace of content moderation again. It's just, I think, a thing with Elon Musk personally. And, and as I said before, Alex Jones and children. But uh, so this is this is all happening by releasing all of the inmates back into Twitter. uh, The disinformation is just going to be rampant. And again, I don't think it's coincidence that it's happening just as 2024 is starting to ramp up.
1: Well, it's worse than that, because they're also starting to um, they're also starting to um, suspend a lot of accounts that push back on misinformation. Have you yeah. seen the thing with uh, Andy dego Andy dego has been giving oh, yeah, month, yeah. a list mm-hmm. of accounts to ban, and it's all accounts. It's like accounts that specifically call out misinformation and disinformation. Right. That's all they do. They don't post anything inflammatory, other than hey, that guy's a fascist, that guy's a Nazi, this guy posts misinformation, and the goat's just been having them knocked off one by one, because. He listens to Nago for some mm-hmm. reason because yeah. he's so desperate for approval from fascists that that's who he listens to, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing that a little pissant fascist like Andy Nago can get Elon Musk to knock off the people he doesn't want to be able to, uh, to, to block misinformation and fascists. Mm. It's incredible that this is happening. Mm-hmm. But that's where we are now.
0: Yep i mean i i really do hope that a, a a really good viable alternative uh um emerges at some point i mean i think mastodon i'm i'm quite it's kind of cool mastodon it's okay but it it's it doesn't Complicated. work anywhere near. yeah it doesn't work anywhere near as well as twitter and and uh yeah so the left needs to get his act together um let's create something bigger better uh, than than twitter um Clone it, whatever you need to do, do it because this is, you know, at some point, um, <clears throat> the, the lunatics are going to take, will have completely overtaken the asylum, and that will be the end of it, and it will be kind of unusable. But listen, let's move on. Uh, we've got our both sides segment uh, right now where we highlight Republican insanity and show definitively that there are not two sides um, in American politics, there is one side. There, what there is one political party as the Democratic Party, and there are a bunch of raving lunatics on the other <laughs> side, fascist lunatics. Uh, so um, examples this week, uh, Justin, you have yours.
1: Yeah. So all right, it, we all we all know about Kanye West going on the Alex Jones show and just pretty much losing his fucking mind, going on about how he he likes Nazis and he likes Hitler, which was. Disturbing in and of itself, um, but then we have Andrew Torba. Now, this is the guy who runs Gab. Uh, Gab being the uh, one of the shitty neo-Nazi social media platforms. Um, and he went out there and he was doing a, one of his old podcastings, and he was praising Kanye West because Kanye West wasn't afraid to say who owns the press and it's the enemy the enemy of course being jews because you know ben you and i we we own the media you you know this, right <laughs> we're we're a deep integral part of the media and he was going on and on and on about how he's not afraid to say who owns the press and it's the enemy you don't have and you don't have to be afraid of what they say about you because the lion doesn't care what the sheep has to what the sheep have to say and he was just one one step away of just just screaming just slurs and yada yada yada, but he went on and on and on about how you don 't have to listen to the jew media and et cetera, because you know it 's okay to say that because freedom whatever <laughs> so this is this is andrew torbra he's he runs one of the largest social media platforms for the right wing, and there as much as the the right screams about how the left censors yada yada yada, there 's just nothing like that on the left. There's just, there isn't there's nothing like it at all. Yep. Well, um,
0: yeah. My one this week um, is uh, our good pal Dinesh Souza again. I think this is I can't how many times do I have to talk about flipping Dinesh souza I wish he was <laughs> still in in jail. But uh, he he he. This is this was. Him this week he he wrote um, on Twitter he said I wonder if hidden motive for the rage against Elon Musk is that he's nuking a whole bunch of pedophile accounts. This could wipe out a significant fraction of the cultural left. Wow. Of course they can't openly scream about that, so they pretend to be offended on principle. Okay, so so Bob, this kind of feeds into your both sides, yeah, um, right? Because <laughs> because I'm not saying that the left doesn't accuse the right of paedophilia. Right. So I guess in that sense, um, there are, they are equivalents, Mm -hmm. but the fact is that it's true when the left says it, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, 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 so I'll, I'll, I'll let that segue into your one, Bob.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but recently the Republicans have been screaming about how uh, there's a a crisis at the border involving sex traffickers or human trafficking. Hmm. And uh, that is uh, actually gone down under Joe Biden. There were more uh, uh, instances of human traffickers at the border under Donald Trump in 2020 than there were under Joe Biden in 2021. Just to be clear about this, but this is okay. all I'm connecting this to the fact that Joel Greenberg, who's Matt Gates's pimp, was uh, was found guilty and sentenced to 11 years in prison after after, as I said, pleading guilty to crimes ranging from wire fraud to sex trafficking a minor. Uh, He pleaded guilty last May to six of the 33 federal charges he was facing, including charges of stalking, identity theft, wire fraud, conspiracy to bribe a public official, as well as one charge of sex trafficking. And there it is. Yet another example of a Republican found guilty of uh, some form of sexual assault, some sort of sex crime, some sort of human trafficking, child porn crime, all kind of connected. You do the whole list of things that uh republicans have been found guilty i think 8 883 cases since 2016 of republicans involved in one of those things that i just mentioned uh and i like to repeat the number of trans people who have committed sexual assault in bathrooms remains zero in this country zero but, but yet, what that's about the, the big crisis queens? on the, that's the big crisis what about the drag queens What's what about the
0: drag, que- the drag queens? The, the drag, drag queens.
2: queens, yes. Major, major problem, right? Oh, yes. yeah. Major, drag major queens. problem. Clearly. Number of sexual assaults by drag queens in bathrooms or workplaces or wherever remains zero. But this is I mean, we know exactly why they're making a big deal out of whether it's human trafficking at the border or trans people or drag shows and grooming and all this crap, because they don't want us talking about the 883 cases that don't include Joe Gr- Joel Greenberg yet. They don't want us talking about that. They don't want us talking about that Matt Gates has a connection to that, that Donald Trump has had myriad allegations levied against him along these lines. They, uh, they want to do whatever they can to make sure that that's not the conversation, that they're guiding, that they're seizing the initiative on this and making it seem as if Democrats and trans people and the LGBTQ community are all responsible for this when it's actually not happening.
1: Every Republican accusation so is. is a confession. Yep.
0: Yeah, and, and that's why why I chose you know the the, the Dinesh D'Souza thing where he's he's basically uh, the 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 goal this guy has. I mean, it's unbelievable, mm-hmm. really, yeah. to to you know you know what I mean to accuse the left of this kind of stuff. Like and uh, Justin, as you say, yeah, every every accusation is a confession. Um, yeah, the parties of party of pedophiles is a real thing. I mean, it, the GOP. There's you know,
1: something really wrong with them. It's, and, really, and, weird. it's, it's, it's insane. really weird. It's
0: really weird. It's really weird. And it does. And it's from the top down. It's uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Um, I mean, think about what he talked about his own daughter, about dating. He'd like to date his own daughter. I mean, this is weird stuff. We re- re- Really weird stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, wait, you know. Wait for a decade from now. Like, like I, we've discussed it before. Their fringe becomes their mainstream. And their fringe is talking about lowering the age of consent. And. They're just talking about it louder and louder and louder. Uh, yeah. And it's just going to be the mainstream a decade from now. That's going to be the GOP platform a decade from now. And yeah. it's going to be fucking crazy.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, so, listen. Uh, uh, that's wait. All... Hold on. Yes, before sorry, we end, Justin.
1: We have to end on a high note. We forgot to discuss something. We were talking about court cases. The um, the um, Bob had mentioned it before we started. It was going to be his both sides thing. But then I blew it up because it was something good. Instead of something annoying, <laughs> the um two counties and one in Arizona and one in Pennsylvania had um refused to certify. It was Republican controlled. Shocking, I know. Had refused to certify their midterm election results, but then Mark Elias's group, the the this the guy who's been suing Republicans everywhere as they try to fuck with elections, his group sued them, and the courts. Like this was Monday. They refused to certify Monday. Mark Elias sued. The courts immediately said, we are not fucking doing this, and told these two counties, these officials in those two counties, do it right now. And they mm-hmm. said, okay, we're sorry. And they certified the results. <laughs> so they're, they're like, wherever Republicans have been trying to fuck with them, the resulting elections, they have not been doing well this round, which is a really, really good thing for 2024. Something we really needed to see. That's I was right. hoping
2: they wouldn't certify so this way the Democrats could pick up a house seat or in I fact know, I think the Republicans something-
1: would lose a house
2: seat I don't think the Democrats would necessarily pick it up but the Republicans would lose it that's for sure
1: I know but it's not something you want to see normalized oh ever. yeah that's true yeah, it's, good point. I mean it's just super dangerous to even have it normalized even mm-hmm. once so I mean as much as I would love to see them ha, ha, ha you lost a seat I'm much <laughs> happier that the court said it doesn't matter I don't care who's running that court the court said fucking do it and they said okay and they didn't try to not they didn't try to ignore the courts they just went ahead and did it so Mm -hmm. that's really good
0: yep great awesome yay happy Awesome. Happy note. Um, well, we're going to have a happy uh, members podcast. We're going to have a really happy members podcast. Uh, well, sort of, I don't know. I'm kind of jealous, really. I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I've got a lot of hate at the moment for Bob. Um, <laughs> ah. Really a lot of hate for Bob. Uh, we're going to go into the members only podcast. Uh, Bob and I were having a bit of, a, you know, I think it's one sided It's a bit of a one sided um, hate fest, really, because it's Bob, you're you're sitting prison. You don't really care. <laughs> um just views me as a as a pleb, basically. <laughs> uh, um, we're going to be going into members only section. We're going to be talking about our celebrity connections. Uh, Bob has Bob sickeningly has uh, some I'm mightily jealous of and Justin (laughs) I'm looking forward to hearing your celeb connections too Uh, so we're going to go in for a a fun little um, uh, members only podcast right now please join us there get a free trial on the Bantam membership you can listen to it and uh, it's where we shoot the shit and uh, get a bit more personal and a bit more lively so we're going to head into there Um, we will see you all next week thank you very much for listening And yes, awesome. Okay.
2: Thanks, man. Later.